What it do, what it do, it's Rad, B.I.D. Jones, rabbit for your internet food. This is the Nerd and Hustle Podcast, hosted by me and my man, Kareem. Each and every week, you new know. content, hope you check us out. It's on man, D.C., baby. Was doing motherfucking, uh, makeup tutorials, right, since he was 14, right? This is crazy. She was 14 when she started. She was like one of the biggest one makeup yeah, no. people on YouTube, right? She comes out yeah, no. last week and say she a motherfucking dude, Slim. Oh, I think I saw this. Like a, someone posted about that. Yeah. Nikki Tutorials. That's her name on YouTube. My thing is, right? Okay. She get on here and say she had the whole thing about coming out on a joint little video. She was she saying that, right? And in the video, she say uh, she coming out now because somebody else is going to do it. Somebody about to blackmail her, right? That was the fuck she said on the joint. Well, he fuck said. Somebody about to blackmail So he going to come out on his own. Right now, I think he's twenty something now. Been on YouTube since he's fourteen, right? As a girl, got a fiance and everything. The nigga didn't even know. Now, this is my question right here. Now, do they have an obligation to tell somebody the shit, man? Who have an obligation? Do they have an obligation to tell their boyfriend that they was a dude, man? That they a dude, they got transitioned or whatever the oh, hell. Oh, you mean transgender people? In general? Yeah, if she came out and said she was a, a man. No, but you said your question was do they have to tell their partner? Yeah. Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even just aside from the fact that it's them them being transgender, like if you're gonna be with somebody and spend your life with somebody, they need to know you and your story. So I can't imagine getting engaged to somebody and not knowing that they used to be a man. Like that's a big part of who you that's, that's a big part of your life. That's crazy, dog. That's crazy. Now, Ozzy must have had the surgery. Right? So, damn. Man, just imagine, man, all this time you mess with somebody to the point where you're about to marry this person, right? Didn't they tell you they was a dude? Oh, hey. Do you stay with that? How you even do that? What you do? What the fuck? Me personally, I, I'm, I thought get out of jail, hopefully, from trying to kill you. And you didn't die or you know, something, you know what I'm saying? After I get past that, it's like, what? Oh, my God, man. That's like, uh, man. There's no words. I can't even think about how to even feel if that was, that's just crazy, so. I would like rock 
I'll probably rock my entire <laughs> my whole shit. That's what I'm saying. But like again, but it's, it's not just because of the fact that they're transgender though. It's just there's there's a level of deception there too. That's like that's like if you got you got with a girl and then y'all about to get married and right before y'all got married she told you that she had three kids off in Alaska somewhere. Uh, that's not no. Nah. Ah, uh, three kids. You can look at that bitch and be like, "How the fuck can you keep your kids away from without even?" You know what I'm saying? I think you might can get over that. That won't go to your mental state. You feel me? I think as a man finding out that and you been laying up with this person all this time. That will go to your mental state. Uh, I mean, I I can see why you say that, but I think the black men in particular, we have an issue in America with uh, our masculinity and what it means to be a man. Because, like you just said, if like, if you got out of jail for trying to kill a motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. And like that's the way a lot of black men feel about that subject and I think it's a shame because I mean think about it if you were in that situation and you know she comes out and says she's transgender uh, you um, I feel like it's fine to be feel betrayed at that and not to want to be with the person anymore but you know people do have very violent reactions to shit like that and it's all because it's tied back to, you know, feeling like your masculinity has been violated somehow. Nah, I wouldn't even think it's your masculinity, though. It's, it's more of, I like women. I'm not gay. I don't want I don't want no man. Right. So you can't sneak that shit to me like that. And you just made me do it when I didn't want to do that. And that, I did it. You know what I'm saying? It's already done now. Like, I can't take none of that back no more. You know but what I'm saying? It's not on you though, because you ain't. It's like, I feel like the only only time I, that whole like you have sex with <laughs> you have sex with a guy accidentally or some shit like those like transgender and for um, I think there were some issues like maybe back in like the '90s or something where there would be guys that would just. Dresses women, like that's the transvestite, right? Uh, mm. And then, like, you know, they be prostitutes or whatever, and then they get picked up, and then they realize, oh, you got a dick, like, you know, that kind of shit. But I, I feel like mm. if you have, if you have a situation like that where you're about to get into something, then you notice that the your partner has the wrong genitalia, then you know you stop because you can see, oh, okay, this is clearly not a woman that I thought that I was going to do this with. I'm not interested in men so I'm not. I'm going to stop. But if you're talking about a transgender person who has had the surgery and so is, I guess, biologically a woman so mm. she, she can kind of keep up that bruise until she decides to tell you, then your, cho- your choice didn't really factor into the matter because as far as you were concerned, you were with a woman. So when you find out that she's transgender, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with you or who you are or your sexuality or anything like that. 
I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's like, like, like when um, you know those when you see a post or something, they show you pictures of like those Thai, uh, like the lady boys and shit. Like they look like just like women, but they have dicks and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like you see those pictures. And you're like, oh damn, she's bad. And then you're like, ha ha, she's a dude. You're gay. Like that, that shit's stupid, nigga. It's nah, not the same thing. To me, exactly. Because as a man, you you female, you're attracted to the female, right? And you're raised to treat females a certain way. So if a person is dressed up to look like a female, your first reaction ought to treat them like a female. Right. That's just an automatic reaction. So, if this person knows he's a man and and not saying anything or been had a surgery and just keeping that to themselves, that's when I think everything is being violated. For example, if, if somebody was to come up to a, a person that got a surgery and get their number, mm-hmm. right? Call them, talk to them and shit. They, they meet up, eat. That whole dinner, they don't say nothing about that. Right, they come back. They talking for a couple of weeks, and they chilling about to have sex, have sex and all that. Still ain't told them. To me, uh, that's just complete violate. Because to me, you can you can have all the surgery you want. To me, this is my personal opinion. You're still a man, right? And there's no way to take all that back. To me, if you don't say nothing that first day that we sit down and talk, you in violation. It should be a law against that, yeah. It should be a law somewhere if if you personate a, a female or you gotta announce that something. You gotta say something or you lie. But I mean, dog. is that is that a violation that's Worthy of the person losing her life over, though. Think about what I'm telling you, dog. <clears throat> As a nigga, they do not like men at all. For you to force that on me, this is like you in jail, dog. And nigga forced that on that you. That's not the same thing. It is. Dog, if you in jail, you getting forced to do some shit. There's violence involved and a whole lot of violations. Of, of much more. It's the same result. You know what I'm saying? It's the same result. You, you, you're now, let's say you, you're in a cell with one person and they just beat the shit out of you. They fucking you up. You, you just can't beat this person and they just take it from you, right? Yeah. What's the difference between that or being clever with it? Well, for one, it's the same know, thing to me. End up in your ass. The fuck? How the fuck you? No, you just compared. Well, the transgender joints, right? The transgender shit. You just compared a transgender person revealing themselves it's the to same thing. prison rapes. It's not the same thing. Yes, because to me, you you force me to have the beat. Sexually involved with a man, whether you did it slickly or not, it's the same results. You see what I'm saying? That I can't take back. <laughs> but yo, you can't take it back. Okay, so if I, so you know if you were like, if 
don't know, some kind of like genie or some shit presented you with two options. You had to pick one or the other. And one was either be in a relationship with a woman, be about to get uh, have sex with her and be about to get married to her. And then right before your wedding day, she tells you that she used to be a man or to be violently ass raped in prison. You feel like both of those options are equal. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the results are the same. As a man feeling that is I've been violated is what I'm telling you. And it's hard to take that back. It's like you gotta do something. You're going to jail, dog. There's no way that that can go. You can't, as a man, you can't sit around after that, days after that without that in your head. And that's what I'm talking about. Like it's that's the toxic max- masculinity that you're talking about there. Because if no. I if I did yeah. that, and I found out later that it was a man, as far as I was concerned, it was a woman when I did it. So me doing that does not change anything about who I am or who I am as a man. So I wouldn't have a huge identity crisis over it. I wouldn't be sitting around harping over the fact that that happened because it wasn't my choice. <laughs> it wasn't your choice. It, was, it wasn't right? my choice, so it doesn't have anything to do with me like being gay. <laughs> Let, let's take that equation out of it, right? Okay. <clears throat> that person know he's not gay, right? right? The person that went to jail and got punished and, and raped or whatever the fuck or forced to, to do whatever the fuck uh, sexually they know but that that's a different situation so, because they're, somebody is raping them and, and some, violating them and asserting themselves into their, your body that's not the same thing as you have not, sex no, no, not, not can see is a biological woman no <laughs> Uh, do you you getting what I'm saying though? I, the results, I get what the, you're saying. That's not my point. My point is, after that, the results are you just had sexual relations with a man. That's it. So, by that having to be the result of the end of either way that happens, that's something that lingers on. But you're, you're saying that you said it can't linger on though, with you. I'm saying that that's when you're t- when you're comparing those two different situations. The trauma, the trauma involved there is completely different because if you were if you were traumatized in the first place by having your partner come out to you as transgender, then that comes from a completely different place than the trauma of having some a, a nigga's dick forcibly inserted into your ass. <laughs> you go back to that. I get that, though. <laughs> so the end result is not. And, the same, and trust bro. me, that ain't ain't the way at all. A nigga be uh, a fucking fruitcake and beat shit out you and force you to uh, put your joint in his. You know what I'm saying? In his mouth, like what the fuck? No, it's still the results are you force me to do something with a negro, right? So you saying you can get over that after that, right? Mentally. I can't see ninety nine point eight percent of niggas just getting over that. Yeah, and that's that was that was. It's more like as far as like 
how we're basically programmed. <laughs> I, I th- you say it's programmed, but I say it's more of uh, you just violated me, though. Like, if you was to see that nigga that was in the cell with you that day in the streets, you would do something, right? The same way I feel about that motherfucker that did that dumb shit. Is what I'm saying. Now you feel me? Because they doing the same thing. You just you did it sneakily and, and non-violent, but you still did that shit. But the violence is what makes that a bad thing, though. I put it like this: you got little youngers that uh uh. Let's say a dude with a uh, say a young in college or some shit, and uh, and give him some shit in his drink. Okay. Same shit. He got forced to do some shit when he wake up. Like, what the fuck just happened? He was supposed to do something, and guess what? The same feeling. It's the same thing I would have if that motherfucker got over me with that bullshit without telling me. Now that wasn't no drama in jail. I'm gonna take that out of. It's the same thing. Okay, so so is a nigga so spike your drink now. and force you to do some old shit that you don't do with niggas. And the day you see him after that, you want to go at him the same way that nigga that did that slick shit without telling you. You could have made a decision like, oh no, nah, I, I don't fuck with no, nah, that ain't me, player. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, I'm cool with that. You ain't give me that option. You forced me to do this. By not telling me. That's how I look at it. It's the same thing to me. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I guess I can see where you're coming from. I don't know. Come Making the comparison. That's why I go back to. It's, uh, I mean, of course, there there is consent involved in that, but. I still think the source of the betrayal for a transgender reveal like that would just be the fact that you were lied to for the whole time. When you get into the fact that of them having been born a man and you now having had sex with someone who used to be a man and that fucking with you mentally, I feel like you're getting into an entirely different issue than just the applicable betrayal of somebody that you love and trust. Because, hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm taking it from my perspective, right? I mean, I'm, I guess I'm more progressive than your average black man or something. I don't know. But for me, if I was in love with somebody and we had a life together, we've been together for like a year or two or three and She's my fucking fiance. We got the wedding plan and everything. And then right before we tie the knot, she drops that bomb on me about having been born a man. I mean, I just I don't see myself ever being in that situation because I'm because I'm aware of the that possibility. I'm, you know, you can see people's baby pictures. You you know who they are as a as a family, unless they're like one of those, you know, people who have like <laughs> no background and shit, then of course that's an entirely different issue. But getting back to the point, 
uh, even saying somehow I was, all of that managed to fly by me somehow, and I missed it. The moment that I hear the woman I love tell me that out of her mouth, I would just, I would feel really betrayed and hurt because I'm about to spend my life with this person and they didn't tell me something that was that central to their existence. You know, like I I get a lot of times transgender people try to like slough off that part of their identity because it never felt like them to begin with. I understand that shit, but I mean, you're getting married with somebody like if you want to have kids, you can't do that because, you know, you don't have the proper equipment. Now, she could have mm-hmm. presented that earlier as on things. She just couldn't have kids and you could have been OK with it. And but in which case now you're like, oh, so it's not that you just couldn't have kids because you were infertile. It was you couldn't have kids because you were born a man. Right? Because you were like, I mean, that kind of it would just put a whole different spin on the entire relationship. And that's how. I personally would feel violated because it would feel like I was about to join my life with somebody that I didn't really know and who didn't trust me to the oh. point where they would share something that definitely impacts me in some way. It wouldn't, re- it wouldn't come from a place of, oh my God, this person made me have sex with a man. Like, it, I just, see it would come saying. from a different place for me. You'll be coming from you got betrayed with a lie. Right. When me, I don't even see the lie no more. You see what I'm saying? The, the lie is like, who gives a fuck about the lie? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should have been told me <laughs> the shit before me and you laid and did a motherfucking thing. <laughs> At all, nigga. And I, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if that might be the uh, older generation. I don't know if we got to get some younger people in here to get some some uh, idea of, I think I don't know but I think the first thought process now you look at it with two thought processes now what you said is you look at it okay I've been betrayed she lied to me he lied to me you know what I'm saying or nigga you was a dude you just made me have sex with you it's like how many people look at that first question or look at the question like you look at it right. you know what I'm saying and I, I don't know. I think most people just say like, "What the?" Yeah, I, I can't. When you just say that, I think uh, that's real minus little bit of people that would think that way <laughs> for sure. Because there's no way. Oh no, I, I didn't even think about that till you just said it. Like, <laughs> I never even thought about like you. You betrayed me. And those <laughs> the straight nigga, nigga, fuck. What's wrong with you? That's what I'm talking about. Like, wait a minute, nigga. Did we do? We did that. I never, you know, what I'm saying, even thought of it. Didn't even thought he was thinking about right. So, back in the day, you know, motherfucking Tupac and uh. Jada grew up in the same neighborhood, right? Okay. Did you know that? Well, Will Smith and Jada kiss? No, Jada. Jada. Oh, yeah, Pink. yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't know about right? them growing up. I knew that they met early, but. Yeah, they grew up, went to the school in the same neighborhood. I right? thought that was Jada and Tupac. That's what I'm talking about. Will Smith. Who I say? 
Yeah, but I'm talking about Will Smith was talking about that. Okay. Yeah, I knew about the Tupac thing. Yeah, so back then, I don't know, they wasn't really they was always together a lot. But I never saw them as mess with each other though. I don't know. I never heard nothing about that, right? right? So it was just more to me. They just come from the same neighborhood, same school, and they both acting, really, or both in the um, show business. You know what I'm saying? So, whole time he felt some type of way. I, I want you to hear uh, Will Smith, man, because I never. I want you to hear what he what he was talking about. Because I never thought about him. For that. I'm jealous of the love Jada had for Tupac. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my no. god, that dude! I mean, like, and you know, and that was in the that was in the early days. Yeah, that was in the early days, and it was like um, that's a, that was a big regret for me too, because I could never, um, I could never open up to interact with with Pac, you know, and because we had a little bit of a thing, right? Because you know, um, you know, they grew up together, and you know, they loved each other, but they never had that, you know, they never had a a sexual relationship, relationship but they had come into that age where now that was a possibility and then Jada was with me you know so you know Pac had a little thing on that um but she just loved him like he was the image of perfection but she was with the fresh prince you know <laughs> so it was like uh, I just I never could like even we were in a room together a couple times I couldn't speak to him you know and you know he wasn't going to speak to me if I wasn't going to speak to him but, really it's like y'all would have so much in common no that's what Jada would say all right. the time she right. was like I'm telling you y'all are so similar you will you will love him and I just never you know that 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 was a huge regret of mine I just didn't I couldn't I couldn't handle it you know I was just I was the soft rapper from Philly right. and he was Pac right. You well, know at least he ain't I mean. doing diss song about you or nothing. I know, right? Exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, I was deeply, <laughs> deeply um, uh, insecure, um, and just I, I wasn't man enough to handle that relationship. Wow, that's real. Wow, wow, wow. All right, all right. Two things for that right there, right? What? All right, first, <clears throat> he is making a, a distinction between him and Tupac, right? And he is conceding that he's the soft one. <laughs> it's basically right. what he's saying. <clears throat> when, when in all reality, they both were actors. You know what I'm saying? Pac wasn't really what it, he was perceived to be, right? And only Jaden could know that. You feel me? But that was the image that Pop put off. But Will never did. Yeah, it was the image. So he's basically was scared of Tupac yeah. image. Right? And he literally admitted that that not only did he have a problem with it, 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 it was an issue for him for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I mean, I understand it. Like, and I think it's dope that he's like not doesn't have any hangups about admitting that. Because I could put myself in his shoes back then with Tupac's profile, his profile, and 
all three of them being like power players and like the black celebrity world, but then you know the reputation that Tupac has. And then like I mean just imagine your girl <laughs> having a nigga like that as her like bestie and shit. Like that I, I mean if I was younger and like I wasn't secure in my own role in like the world and shit as compared to the other dude. It's like it's like all those memes where they said like this is a dude that she tells you not to worry about. <laughs> F-A. So like and I think I would kind of classify myself, my own, my my personality as being closer to a Will Smith than a Tupac. So I can I can relate to that. Yeah, hey, yeah. I just don't know why I would have bother him like that, but I can understand what you what you're saying because he was more what he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, what he was on, on screen and rapping and shit, that's who he was, right? To, and See, that's why to me, people like that, I have more respectful because him, he didn't keep on rapping with people writing for him after he, you know what I'm saying? That nigga wrote like a couple of hits and that was it for him, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like one hit probably, you know what I'm saying? But that couple, them couple of his live forever. But on the other hand, you got Pop, who's not really what he's saying, what he his image is. You know what I'm saying? And on the flip side, he really is. I mean, uh, Will was really what he was. He was what it was on the face of it. Every time he came out on um, what's the name of that? Fresh Prince. Anytime he came on his, on rapping on the stage, he was that. You know what I'm saying? So you get his interviews, he he gonna be the same way he was as the rapper. You know what I'm saying? You don't get that from um Pop. You know what I'm saying? Like his image is different from when you interview him. You feel me? Like if you go back and watch Tupac interviews, he's like a militant type black motherfucker, like real smart, like. Like into the system and the government, like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, that was his people's, like Asada and the, the revolutionary. Shit. Like if you sit down and just do the interviews with him, he's not gonna come off as no thug or no gangster or no hustler. You feel me? It, it just don't come off like that until you turn on the videos and shit. Then you get that. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I get what he's saying when he's saying like man, I was a soft, you know what I'm saying? But to me, looking at both of them, they both are soft as fuck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I get what he's saying though. But I wouldn't have brought that shit up, to be honest with you. When he asked me that shit, I would have been like, nah, man, that's that's pop, man. Pop's cool. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I ain't got no problem with that, man. That was that was her best friend. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have went into a whole nah, like the, the, the whole you need to some like, other shit when it comes to like honesty and all that. So I'm, not... <laughs> I'm about to say nigga, you, you need a psychiatrist. You need somebody to talk to. Keep spilling shit out unnecessarily, motherfucker. You need somebody to catch that shit. <laughs> Cause it's like nigga ask you the right question at the right time. Like, yeah, what, what about pop? Man? You had an issue with pop? Oh, that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Man. Just went into some shit. You 
You saw the inside of what well, he was thinking about back then. It's crazy. Yeah. I think that remind me. I need to go see a uh, Bad Boys and shit. I seen it. It was good. Nah, I don't even care. Come take my son. See that shit tomorrow. It's weird how they like they would... toned down some of the elements of the movies, the older movies, with the new giant, and it fits with the time without being. Ridiculous, and also how they the kid the characters are older, and you can tell that plays a big role. And yeah, I was just about to say about them being older. I mean, how how can it be? Probably action. It can't be action packed. Action because they older. They doing shit. They just complaining about their knees and their back hurting while they do it. It sounds like some shit modern to do this. Yeah, I think we'll see that joint tomorrow. For sure. I I ain't really like the first one like that, like that. But I like Mark, man. That's my man. That nigga funny as shit. Which one? Mark. Oh. That nigga funny as a motherfucker. He he the only reason I go see that shit. Will Smith's movie's been kind of trash lately. I, I thought you were about to say they've been like that. I'm about nah. to say, huh? He ain't made a, I feel like I'm this just... is the first movie I've seen of his that I've enjoyed in several years. Yeah, he, he make like slot movies. Movies where like like, like if you had a salary cap in the NFL, he the quarterback to get the most money even though y'all losing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> So he be getting like twenty million dollars. The movies be some slop. Uh, How often do you work in the uh, shop? Every day. Yeah. God damn. What? A lot, nigga. I know. Trying to find some vacation time somewhere sooner or later. <laughs> you know. Shit, I like my free time. You say you like your free time? Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> I don't know. I'd just be addicted. To, just like, even if I wasn't cutting hair, like when I worked in the warehouse, I was there all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was selling coke, I was outside all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? It was just, wherever I, I make money, that's where I just live at. <laughs> like where I just stay at, motherfucker. Don't leave and shit. <laughs> you ain't got no time to enjoy the money you make. Huh? You ain't got no time to make like enjoy the money that you make though. Yeah, you do. When you kick your feet up and turn more control. <laughs> ain't no rain on your head and shit. <laughs> and then you get to get a car and go to the grocery store without getting on the bus. That's what all that's for. Fuck all that, yeah. That's how you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's enjoy the whole time. Fuck. Well, no, nah, but really me, I I'm just not one of the motherfuckers that go out. And do shit, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't want I that shit that just ain't me. So I wouldn't go nowhere any motherfucker. I go somewhere once in a while, watch a game, fight or some shit. But but I ain't want I can't do clubs. I can't hang out. Can't be do drinking and shit. I drink one cup. I need to go sit down some fucking way. Or somebody gotta drive me home. <laughs> one cup though? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I ain't got no level for that, all that shit there. One joint. My limits really. All right, back when I was used to go to clubs back in the day, 
my limit. I don't know everybody you know that limit and shit, but I knew I drank one of those shots of uh uh gin because I was on gin and juice hard. I was, you know, I'm old school. So I was doing the gin, right? The shots of gin. I knew when I get that second cup, I won't be able to finish. I'll be nice, over the top, nice. You know what I'm saying? Now, I already knew my limit. Oh, I already knew all my shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody, I mean, I know limits. my limit too, but my, I could probably take a few shots before I'm done. Oh, no. See, my thing is, it's a, it's a thin line with me because it's like you drunk or you sick. It's like, it's no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you like this going the buzz, then there's like a real no, drunk. I don't, yeah, that's me. I don't get the buzz. Like blackout and throwing up and shit. See, exactly. I know done that before. I know blacked out. I know threw up. None of that shit. That shit it's not fun. Like, why the to me, it's like I can't I'm out and I'm fun. having. Oh no, 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 no! I did throw up one time, Slayer. <laughs> nah, cause this is what we was doing though. We was playing uh, tump for shots, right? And that fucked me up, Youngin. I was fucked completely. I couldn't. Eat. I'm talking about when you throw up and the shit just coming all out your nose and everything. You just can't control this shit. Oh, <laughs> it's just feel like you just got to stay over this toilet forever and shit. Yeah, I, I was fucked that day. And that shit creeped up on me, too. I was like, God damn. Because the whole time you're playing chunk, it ain't really hitting you. You know what I'm saying? Then, shit, man. I, man, I couldn't even walk in the house. You know? I was fucked up. Uh, nah, I fucked that. And that that was the one time right there. But on my own, just drinking. I don't know how people drink to their self where they drunk, falling all off the place. <laughs> how you keep putting that to your mouth? <laughs> you said by yourself, like at home, or just what you mean? Hurry! I don't know how you get to the point where you just blacking out, or you just drunk, and where you don't know what happened, and all that wild ass, big wild dumb shit. And I'm like, that's fun. That, somewhere along the line, you had a cup. You should have said. You you knew where to put it down or keep drinking. Well, that's that's you know fun for some people though. Oh, I see what you're saying. You think so? Yeah, you're right. You're because right. they do it right, and then they'll go and they'll get the hangovers, and they like they can't. Their stomach hurt, their head hurt, and all that shit. But then what happens the very next weekend? They go right back and do it again. Yeah, I, man, I, I grew up with drunks and, and shit, but I never could understand why you go all the way. You still, and they still be trying to get more drink, but they can't even, they don't even know where they at, falling all over the place. Yeah, I call somebody to come get them. They're still looking for their drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. nigga, where, where, where were you trying to be at? Because <laughs> when I drink, I'm just trying to get a little tipsy. I don't, I don't know where everybody's thought process is here. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be tipsy a little bit. It feel nice. It, it, it enhances the moment for me. You know what I'm saying? But once you start doing it to you, you ain't standing up right and all that. It's like, what was that for? <laughs> you throw up. What's that for? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, we tripping me out. I don't know. Drinking was never my thing. That shit get me sick anyway. The next day, I'd be sick and shit. It's just too much. I just stay with the herb. Herb, it's just 
herb is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Once it's over, it's over. You go fucking sleep or whatever. That shit ain't gonna be with you tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you take an edible, it could be. Oh no, nah, I don't fuck with no elbows. Never be doing that. <laughs> do edibles. Stop making weed. I just stop pre. I ain't doing no edible shit. That shit. Ooh-wee. That's like taking when you you know when you do bomb. That's how that shit feel. Like go straight to your fucking system. Hey, you off of a bomb? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> That shit, my one hit, man. You feel like he want to sit on the on a fucking porch, <laughs> look at the moon. <laughs> like, where the fuck am I today? Like, nigga, I'm high as shit. No, you know, then all you be be gone too. Like, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I, I don't think you don't know. Huh? He said all you we be gone. Jogging. With bongs? Hell yeah, shit, chew through your shit. Dog, that's it's the complete opposite. The fuck are you talking about? Are you serious? You know, you cannot tell me you can hit. First of all, to put weed in a bong, you're going to have to put it, nothing less than a motherfucker. You can't put no dimes in that yes. shit. You know what How I'm saying? How big do you think a bong's bowl is? You can't put that in there and expect it just. No, uh, a, bowl <laughs> no, no bong? a bowl and a bong has like a quarter of a J in it. Like, it's not that much weed in that shit. Mm-mm. But like that, if you roll it up, you're you going to hit six. You hit a J six times before you hit it. That that one joint would be them six hits. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and that's why you end up burning so much weed. That's why bongs are more efficient than J's are. I beg to differ on that. <laughs> There's nothing to even differ on that. It's fucking, it's math, nigga. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Because once you plus with the water, the bomb, and all that, man, I used to be smacked, man, with the fucking bones, yeah. But you'll have no more weed. <laughs> you can't lay back. You're not making. And, and later you on, know you're not making no sense right now. What? Absolutely no. I'm sense having at some all. like. Man, people gotta stop, dog. That's why people don't really use the bongs no more because it, it runs through your weed, dog. No, that's not. You talking about one? No, it's not. <laughs> Black right, people say, don't use bongs because they feel like it's white people shit. Mm-mm. I'm telling you why, dog. It it's not the same as when you rolling up. You gotta remember, it's a ceremony to this. You know what I'm saying? It's a roll up session time. You know what I'm saying? You gotta roll it up. Everything gotta be perfect. You gotta dry that thing. Then you gotta light it. You know what I'm saying? It's none of that going on with the ball. It's just straight. That's it. Nothing. It's no ceremony. It's no, no, you know what I'm saying? It's no nothing. <laughs> then you, you're looking at your bag like, damn. You know? No. Okay, so I got you on everything you just said except for that last bit, right? Everything you said made that's that made sense. So there mm-hmm. is a ceremony mm-hmm. to it. People like to roll up, they like to reflect their blunt rolling skills, all that. Yeah, that's true. However, no matter what you do. When you roll up a blunt versus setting up a bong, you're using like five, six, seven times more weed in a blunt than you ever could in one bong hit. Plus, because bongs hit so powerful, you don't really yes, need that do. much. You need to put like a couple yes, of pinches do. in that shit, light it up, and then you be smacked mm-hmm. and you're done. Mm-hmm. 
Especially in that joint, hitting that joint with a group of people. I mean, the yeah, more people man, you, you have, keep... the more weed you make, but you're still not going to use as much weed as you would if you were to try to get an entire group of people high off of a blunt. You probably have to roll two blunts. We're going to have to do that. We're going to do that one. I'm going to show you. I, that... I show you. I put money <laughs> on that bitch, nigga. Because I'm going to tell you <laughs> that after you hit that J, after you hit that J, hold up. Oh, okay. After you hit that J, young, you sit back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can wait. But if you hit a bone, there's no waiting. You you gonna be put some more in that bone, yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not no lingering high. It's just a straight boom. Then that joint it crash. I already know, dog. I'm a I'm a I'm a professional weed smoker, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that crash joint, that's the worst, yeah. Oh, the stuff you talking about. Weed out of, out of of a blunt don't give you that crash, cause it ain't no straight. You ain't no, cause you cause you're blunt. taking so many more hits. They're just not as powerful. Mm. So if you, yeah, if you know how to the same result. So if you're smoking a blunt and you just like sitting back, hit it, do something, and you keep on hitting it, you would just do the same thing with the bong, except you space it more out, and. uh it wouldn't be like there would be no, I guess, chill ceremony to it or whatever. But you know, you're not you're using a fraction of the amount of weed, bro. Uh, <clears throat> you're right. In the in that hit, yeah, you're right. But you're gonna use more over the period of time what you use for a J because that you just crashed. You gotta give it high again. You have to. But if you smoke on a J, that means you're continuing to smoke it, right? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, like I'm doing now. See how I'm doing now? I know I don't see how you you're know, doing now because I'm not there. Look, if, if you if you smoke it right, like your lungs, you inhale that thing, you know what I'm saying? You can smoke a white boy be smacked. You know what I'm saying? And it just ain't a whole lot too big getting smacked. It's just how long do that high last is what the problem is. That's where the bones don't come into play. Atlanta or something, right? Okay. You know Young Jock, yeah, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> this girl in the joint and she in it with some dude. And this nigga in the joint driving the joint with a hood on his head, right? Covered up. <clears throat> so every time he talked, the dude be like, Man, I recognize this dude. Voice. Like that, right? <laughs> it was funny as shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let you hear the joint. It was funny because main man was like, uh, I recognize his voice. They was like, turn around. <laughs> that little made it funny, yeah. You sound like somebody I know. Huh? You sound like somebody I know. I mean, somebody you know, like. I don't know. What's your name? Are you? I just want to ask a question. Um, are you young, Jack? Can you turn around? I mean, I think y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, feel, you must have fell off or something. Like, oh, why? Why is you? Yeah, I gotta fall off. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Like, you just driving for pull up and go like, what? I 
crazy like yeah <laughs> but you heard what he said though I couldn't hear it actually it was, his voice was low yeah he kept trying to talk low <laughs> this thing gonna say oh yeah uh, this is my way I just meet people and uh, you know easy way to just get some money while I'm doing it isn't he on Love and Hip Hop? Yep. See, so that does that don't make no sense because if I mean that check has to be substantial, so it doesn't. He's not really in the case of like somebody who would have fallen off and needs to do Uber or or Lyft to survive. So, <laughs> like. All right, first of all, he, he got the hood on. He hiding under the hood and uh, and whispering and shit, right? So, all right, this goes to what I was saying about you know you don't really make a whole lot of money in rap, right? You got to find other ways other than rapping to do it. And like you said, reality shows and shit like that, or promotions or go to clubs and be the uh, spokesperson, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Go to parties and shit. But when you see a nigga in a motherfucking... (laughs) I can't figure out no excuse for that, though, dog. I'm sorry, Jake. I was watching TNZ the other day, and they said that Young Jock was doing it because he was a member of uh, the Big Brother Association and that was one of his ways of showing the youth that there are possible ways to make money. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, let me let's step back. You believe that? I mean, I I don't know whether he was in part of the organization or not. <laughs> let, let's see. Let's hear him say what he was. What his reason for doing that? Big brother, big sister. And a lot of times when we're talking to these kids, there we go. So I'm a part of this, uh, this organization. Been around for 25 years, big brother, big sister. And a lot of times when we're talking to these kids and youth, you gotta lead by example. And sometimes, like you have to show people you're not too big. You know what I'm saying? You have to show them what humility is, and you're not too big to, you know, do the right thing by making them understood. And I think a lot of times that's why our kids and even adults go straight because. They're too ashamed, too prideful, man, to do something. It was one of those things where, you know, how you start challenging yourself to do something you never did before. So it's kind of like a bucket list thing. But, I mean, for anybody who really wants to do this, I think it's a dope idea. I mean, I'm, look, I'm doing it right now. They gave me a little hat. Pull up and go. This nigga, I pull up head on. Yo, you know what, though? Man. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. What? I wouldn't be surprised if this company hired him to do that shit. Because I ain't never heard a pull up and go in my whole life. Me? But I'm looking at the little thing online for the little app and I never would have done that shit if it hadn't been for the, the young jock shit. So. Hmm. <clears throat> I would believe that if it wasn't for him hiding so much and whispering and shit. 
it's like, all right, let's say, are right, you doing this for uh, a charity, right? Right. Okay. Where the kids at? They even know you even driving this damn thing. You see what I'm saying? It's like he got kids in the back watching this him do this. So already that's a fucking lie. To me, it's like, what are you talking about? You doing this to show kids something? After you was in the car with a hood over you, there's no kids in the car. Like, what are you talking about? You got your hood in your face and you whispering. You hiding, motherfucker. Well, I mean, if so he's you part can't of that both. organization, then he could have been. Uh-huh. That could have been part of whatever he talks to his ward or his the kid that he sponsors. I believe that's how that organization works. I, I can't see him sneaking out driving. <laughs> Helps anybody. What he gonna come back and say, hey, I drove a, a pull up, I mean, whatever the fuck that is. And you should live your life with, like, what, what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? Getting in a pull up, whatever it is, he could have thought something else. P- pull up, whatever the f- pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized, pull up. What are you talking about, man? Pull up, Uber, Lyft. It's some other joint. I never heard of them pull up, no. I mean, you literally never heard of pull up, though. You know what I'm saying? Other than diapers. Putting that shit on kids. So you might be, I would lean with you on that a little bit if it wasn't for the video of him hiding like that. It's hard for me to believe that. Maybe he took the money, but he was still embarrassed about doing it, so he was going to try to skate under the radar, but then someone actually recognized him. <laughs> that was crazy. That motherfucker said, it's your young job. <laughs> And he said, well, at least you already found that out, so it leave me even answering that. And he was mad as above it. Like you said, you should be making more than enough money, but then again, dog, that nigga do got nine kids. Well, with all nine kids, driving Uber is not going to help him make that enough money. <laughs> No bullshit. I'm just I'm trying to think of something. I don't know. But yeah, you do got nine kids. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That wouldn't even give you no salt on the table. Nah. Now speaking of Jays now. Sparking that one up right now. You know what I'm saying? So you sparked another one? How many? How many of you smoked? That's the whole. Then through this whole three, this is my third joint. You just wasted the shit, dog. You, it's an hour you and need a half. To look at the bongs again, man. If you want to say weed, <laughs> <laughs> can't do the bongs, but man, you put uh, looking in your bottom of your joint. Fuck no, water. Okay. Nigga, if you put, put some, some liquor in that shit and then you flick your lighter and some like an ember falls in there, mm-hmm. you just made a bomb. That shit ain't never happened before. It has happened before and it has happened to you. Oh. 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 
Yeah, 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 we used to do that shit. But that shit don't take. I don't think it do nothing. It, it just, doesn't. I'm about to say, it just tastes funny. <laughs> <laughs> like when you know what it was, that shit was like, what the fuck? But you don't, I don't think you're drunk. No, you, you don't feel it, that shit. <laughs> you know, we was young, dog. We were just doing shit. We just put the mask on our face, all that shit. You did that before? I haven't done the mask before, no. Nigga, you should be in that joint smack. That shit just looked bananas. I thought you was in. You did a, uh, gra- a gravity bong? Ah, we used to wear this motherfucker, uh, the regular, uh, what's the name, ass? Nah, the gravity bong is like, well, the, the poor man's version is you take a two liter, you cut oh. the bottom out of it, and you put that shit, um, you put like the stem, the weed, and the cap, and then you put it underwater. Or like halfway in the water, and you pull it up, and then the suction from the water draws the smoke into the bottle. You take the cap off, and then you take all that smoke. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a lot. I did it once, and I ended up wasting a whole bunch of smoke because I about to say yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like an entire fucking you... bottle, and if you can't, you know, make a if you can't inhale the entire thing, you end up wasting it. So, God damn. Yeah, I don't like a lot of things. Activity had to happen. You know what I'm saying? You might as well just turn around and get somebody a shotgun. You know, all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love giving shotguns, girls. Man. That was just shit back then. Straight guns, girl. Don't even put your lips on my shit. Just turn. Just open your mouth. You know that? Uh, take your, your lips out. Don't even put your lips on this. You don't blow this drum. Blow your head off. You <laughs> should <laughs> probably blow the head off, yo. That shit just had them right. You give them a drink and it'll blow their head on one two times. Shit. Ready to go. They're <laughs> <laughs> just ready to go, Snip. I still can't believe you just nah. smoked three giants in, over the course of. Just the third one right now, dog. Then we started, I had one, yeah. Then I had another one. Then it's, yep, just there. Yep. It's, it's how you do it, though. You know? Not me. That's how you maintain your height, like on a floating level. You know what I'm saying? That... I would probably maintain my high with maybe two or three bowls. Jeez. And that would not touch the amount of weed that you just burn up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Really appreciate you tuning in to the Nerd Investing Podcast. We hope you tune in each and every Tuesday with new and fresh content. You know? Thank you. You know?